Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Divorce Diet Diaries. And I'm your host, Stéphane Jutra. So it's been uh, about a week since my last episode. And that was the interview with my daughter, which I really enjoyed doing and had a good success if I look at the numbers. A lot of people uh, downloaded the episode and listened to it. It was, in my mind, very interesting and enlightening as well, as far as uh, like what she thought about the divorce itself, and also answering some of the questions uh, that I had. And I was happy to share that with you all. So please, if you uh, have any uh, any question or comments, like I always say, don't hesitate to email me. Also, if you enjoyed the interview with my daughter, I'm actually working on another interview. With my son this time, it will be, uh, I think, a little bit different from uh, from my daughter. Uh, I wanted to have him on as well, just to kind of talk about a, maybe a different perspective. My son actually has uh, decided to stay with me full time after uh, the divorce. So um, I wanted to kind of have maybe a little interview with him just to maybe get a bit deeper on how he made the decision. Uh, what it involved, I felt, and why, and all those things. So I'm working on that as well, and that interview should be ready in the next uh, in the next couple of episodes. So that should be also very interesting to kind of get a different point of view. I know it's not usually common that one of the kids, or even both kids, or all the kids stay with their dads. Uh, I think it happens maybe more and more but it's not something common. So I wanted to maybe look at that a little bit more and thought that it would uh, it would interest uh, you all out there. So that's, uh, that's coming up uh, soon as well. So uh, what else happened in the past week? Actually, I uh, modified and updated my website. To be honest, I didn't really have a website, uh, the address for the podcast, but I was pointing to the Podbean uh, uh, website at first. So I decided that after what seven episode, uh, if I wanted to be legit, I had to come up with uh, with a website. So I started looking at WordPress and put something together. You know, found some good templates and tried to populate all the episode and the information in there. So I invite you all to go to the divorcedaddiaries.com and just visit the new website. And again, send me some comments. What do you think about it? What you'd like to see on? how it looks <laughs> so any feedback would be would be great and uh, from now on that's I'll put everything on there so uh, all the new episode there's even a, a link uh, a page actually with the latest podcast so you can access directly which I'll be updating and uh, for now is basically just kind of pointing to all the different social media outlets that I use the podcast platforms as well so you can access your preferred uh, podcast platform uh, through that website so have a look and uh, yeah please uh, let me know what you think that would be really appreciated so in this week's episode i wanted to talk about something that's been on my little list of topics for a little while Something that's uh, not easy and something that affects pretty much everyone going through separation or divorce. And we're talking about loneliness. So um, I guess once you go through a separation or divorce, eventually you will separate and move in in a new place. And often uh, there's a few things that can happen. You can, you know, if you have no kids, you move in in your new place by yourself. If you have kids, 
you move in a new place with the kids, but you usually or might not see them or have them full time. So, you know, a week out of two, you're by yourself or maybe you're by yourself most of the time, except a couple of weekends a month. So it's very, um, it's very different from what you've been used to. And if I look at myself, it's, it was very different, right? Because over the years with the family, there was a routine there. And uh, even though it wasn't always going great and things, but there was a routine out there. There was the kids to take care of. Uh, there was work, coming home, taking care of the house and doing some activities. So there was always things uh, to be done. So all of a sudden, when uh, all this happened and I moved out and the first uh, time I was in my apartment, it was this weird feeling, <laughs> I have to say. Sitting there and basically uh, being by yourself and having all, all of a sudden having all this time that you never had Sometimes you kind of wish that you have more time to yourself, but when it actually happens and you sit down there and you realize that, yeah, that's a lot of time to yourself. So it can be very difficult, especially if you're not used to be by yourself or if you don't have any activities or anything you do by yourself and for yourself. Uh, it can be quite hard. So uh, I know for me, it, it, it was different. I mean, not having the kids there uh, was a big thing because obviously you go from being in a family and seeing your kids uh, every day and all of a sudden you get into a new place and you don't see your kids every day so the times you don't have your kids you miss them and you're going through a separation which is already not that easy so uh, you end up having a lot of free time and a lot of time to think I guess a lot of people cope differently with that on my part funny enough and maybe Kind of reminds me a little bit of a movie Forrest Gump. I started walking. I mean, that's one thing I started doing. And even before before I left, uh, you know, before I got my new apartment, I had started this routine of going for walks pretty much every day. And I guess that was a way for me to kind of escape a little bit uh, the routine and kind of be in my own thought and uh, doing exercise at the same time and enjoying a bit of the outside, but at the same time being able to think. So, uh, so that was great. Actually, thinking and having time to think is it can be uh, it can be great and also dangerous because it's good that you have a lot of time to think about what's happening, but at the same time, it can often cause uh, anxiety about you know what's happening in your life, and that's also a bad thing. Having too much time to think, <laughs> you know, when you have a lot of time to think, you it's human nature to not always think about the good things and things about the bad things. So that's what was happening for me. I would go for walks and it was nice to kind of clear up my mind and I could walk for an hour or two a, a day. And it was a great way to kind of escape a little bit and, and see where I, where I am, what I wanted to do and think about some of the things that were bothering me during the day and kind of put a bit of order in my head. But at the same time, uh, the walk was kind of doing the opposite. It was bringing up things I didn't really want to think about often. So it kind of brought those up. And, you know, when you're by yourself, you have no choice to just, you know, think about it and reflect on them. So so it was always kind of a, a double edge, if you want. Uh, so before, before I, I guess, probably a year or two uh, before I actually moved out, I started walking a lot. And uh, that was also a way to kind of escape and, yeah, kind of reflect a bit of what was happening. Uh, when I got my new place, I started walking even more because I had more time and it was pretty stressful. Like I mentioned in my previous episode, uh, 
my divorce took a while and it was pretty stressful on many many different level so i i had to do something <laughs> so i was home i was working actually i was working from home during that time which was good because i was working from home but at the same time bad because i had nowhere to escape so i think that's another reason why i started walking quite a lot uh, i was spending my days at home and i needed to go out and see something else and at the time that was probably the best thing to do so i started walking and um uh, yeah some people will say well not necessarily like walking or so yeah after a while i can say i mean you get used to it it's a bit like i guess people running but in my mind and what i was doing was also it was an opportunity for me to uh, to go for a coffee even. There's a, a Starbucks coffee that's about an hour, a half an hour walk from my place. So I would kind of go there and back. It would be kind of an hour walk. So when getting a coffee would give me a purpose and <laughs> at least, uh, you know, and then go. So that also motivated me a little bit more. And also I can probably uh, link my Starbucks addiction because of that. It's when I started walking and putting, you know, getting my coffee there as a goal that I think I started becoming addicted to Starbucks and uh, spent uh, and still spending way too much money over there. But anyways, that's another topic of discussion. So, uh, so yeah, so for me, the, the walks were a good way to escape. And even my kids noticed that uh, I started going for a walk uh, every other day and things like that. And I start after that walking every day. And, and there's some days when it wasn't going that well, when I was really stressed, I could go for two or three walks during the day. I would just, uh, just go out and it would make time pass and it would give me an opportunity to think about all this. And sometimes I would just walk and just clear my mind. So not even think about anything the whole hour that I was out. So for me, that was something that helped me. And I'll be honest, it's something that um, thinking back uh, I wouldn't say saved me, but obviously with everything that was happening, kind of struggling with, uh, with the divorce, struggling money-wise and struggling, obviously sometimes being lonely, that was uh, helping me on that front. And uh, I don't know if I can say that I was depressed and looking back, because that probably lasted a couple of years, I would say. And looking back, I think uh, I hit some lows there and yeah, I was probably depressed and probably should have talked to people, but uh, to someone, but uh, instead that walk was kind of helping me uh, cope with all this. And um, yeah, I think that that was a way for me to kind of cope with uh, with all the stress and anxiety that was happening and, and everything around me. So I'm grateful for that. Even to this day, uh, I still walk regularly. I still work from home now and even more now because of uh, what's happening in the world, but I still walk and it's a great way to not only clear up your mind, but also think about what's happening and put a bit of order and, and de-stress if you want. So I still use it that way now. I use it more that way than, than a way to de-stress because uh, now that everything is kind of done and over now, it's been a little while that I've been officially divorced. Um, my life kind of returned to semi-normal. So so those walks become more enjoy enjoyable if you want and kind of enjoy what's happening out there.
So the first couple of years were hard, obviously. And um, like I said, it took probably about three years or so before everything got settled down and, and got uh, resolved and finally got divorced. Um, so, so it was stressful three years, like I mentioned before, on top of going through a tough time, also loneliness, you're by yourself and you don't uh, necessarily have people to talk to or at least a lot of people to talk to. And you also try, at least I know I was trying also not to put any pressure on my kids and kind of involving them in, in how I felt. And I think uh, that's sometimes a danger to kind of involve your kids in those discussions or at least use them as therapists, which is not really a good thing to do. And and I was trying not to, even if sometimes it's difficult, there's things that happen and they, they actually see it. So that makes, uh, that makes some sense. So luckily, like I said, I had the, I had the walk that would kind of help me during that time and uh, not feeling too lonely. And I was mentioning before about clearing my mind, but also I found walking was very therapeutic too because you go out and you actually see people, even if you don't necessarily interact with them, but you go around and you can, you know, walk in a mall or go to a store. There's at least people around and you might not feel as lonely as you are. Uh, so that that was helping a lot. And uh, having some friends you can you can talk to is also is also key but it's not everyone that have them so i was lucky enough you know to have one or two good very very good friend who knew about what was happening and i could talk to uh so so that also helped too but at the same time uh, those friends were pretty far and uh, often i was by myself so being a bit i guess lonely because of being by myself and also you know you kind of get stuck in your thought and at the same time i noticed too even my friends i mean uh, a lot of my friends i didn't feel like talking to anyone i didn't feel like discussing what was happening uh they were aware but i i didn't really feel like reaching out or even going out or doing anything when they were reaching out to me i mean obviously i would talk to them and and even spend some time with them but really at that point i couldn't make any effort to do anything except, uh, you know, maybe watching Netflix and watching watching TV, which I've done a lot. Because, I mean, you work during the day, but uh, after the day, what do you do, right? You start and start watching uh, TV and try to disconnect somehow too. So so I did a lot of that. And the good thing is I caught up a, lo- a lot on some of my series. So, so that was good. But after a while, you realize that uh, you kind of have to cut back a bit on Netflix and become a bit more social. So looking back at what happened and, you know, my walks and kind of closing myself and not really reaching out to anybody and staying on my own. Um, I know I was lonely at that time, but I didn't want to really reach out with, uh, to anyone. But at the same time, I think it was a good thing because it allowed me to kind of rediscover myself a little bit, kind of ask myself a lot of questions like what I wanted, uh, what I didn't want more specifically. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think I learned about myself a lot more spending all this time by myself and like i said at the end after a while it kind of was clear what i wanted and where i wanted to go and even though i went pretty low i would say and you know i never had uh, dark thoughts like suicidal thoughts and things like that but i remember at one point i was thinking i understand why some people might think those things and get to that point because when everything is not going well and everything is dark around you, at least all you see is darkness, um, it's hard to kind of get out of it. And and sometimes you wonder, 
what you're doing there and how, if ever you'll get out of, of that, you know, you hit a low and, and it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, sometimes it takes a while before you see some kind of light. So, so you try, 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 and, and yeah, you can get into those thoughts. But luckily I kind of went through that and decided to, you know, just stand up and go forward and look forward and, and try to make uh, everything the best I could. And at that time, uh, it wasn't easy. I can't say it was easy, and it wasn't from one day to the other. It took, I mean, it took probably a year or so on my side before I kind of got up and decided, you know what, let's uh, go back uphill. And uh, after reaching the bottom, let's go back uphill and let's see uh, what we do from now on. There's things you cannot change, and that's what you realize. Uh, you have to live with it. And the bottom line is everybody's healthy. And you have to enjoy life. You have many, many years coming, hopefully many years coming up. So uh, how do I do that? And how do I go back to being happy? So what I did is is that I started uh, thinking a bit more about the future, what I'll do, starting to plan a little bit more. I actually got a new job. Actually, I decided to start my own business. I said, you know what? If it's not now, it's never. So I started working on that. And uh, after being you know, in the workforce for... 20 something, 30 years, I would say 20 something years. Uh, I decided, you know, I always wanted to start my business. So I started to focus a bit more on that as well and see what do I do. And, and eventually it happened. So uh, after a while, <laughs> uh, you know, you see darkness, but you don't realize that uh, at that time that it gets better. So, uh, and it got better little by little, good news coming in and making progress and uh, work-wise was getting a bit better and, and uh, you know, taking care of myself a bit more and doing things with the kids and looking at work and what do I do, starting my own business and becoming a bit better financially. Uh, so everything starts looking a bit better and you start enjoying life a little bit more until uh, the day you realize, you know what, you got out of it <laughs> and uh, it's better. And it was worth it. So, uh, so that's the the most important thing. Uh, at the end, that at least for me, I realized that you know what, uh, it was a lot of struggles uh, at a lot of different levels. But I think I became, I hope, a better person and getting out of it, yeah, happier now, and doing doing what I love with the people I love, and uh, a lot more positive and enjoying enjoying life now uh, more than I. I thought I could. <laughs> so yeah, so that was a bit my story. Like I said, I, you know, I can't just say that it's because all the walks I did, but uh, it, like I said, you, when you're by yourself, that's where you don't have a choice, right? You have to, uh, eventually you can, you can kind of cry on yourself and you can feel bad and everything else, but you have no choice. It's just you there and you start looking at yourself and, and learning about yourself and, you know, uh, hopefully, I mean, what happened to me was get up again and just say, you know what, I've gone through a lot of stuff before and it's time to get back up and do it again. And that's what happened. And again, I'm saying that now and it's obviously my stories is a lot of other stories and a lot of people that didn't go that well and it took more time even. But the common point is usually it gets better. Uh, I mean, in most cases, it will get better. Sometimes it might get better after a couple months. Sometimes it will get better after a year. Sometimes it will get better after many, many years. But eventually it gets better. And that's what I think you have to keep in mind. And um, to kind of look at yourself and make it better. 
And that's one thing too that I realized, you know what, I could have sat down there and cry and just like wait for people and having people feeling bad for myself and my friends and families and just like, oh, poor me, poor me. But uh, you know what? Uh, the only person that could do anything about it was me. And that's what I realized. And that's what I did. I said, I'm responsible for my happiness. And I said, you know what? I'm not waiting for anyone for that. It's me and uh, I'll make it happen and I'll make it work. So um, that's where I am. And eventually even that brought me to this podcast, which many years before I was thinking about starting a podcast, which I've never done. And I was looking for ideas and even all my walks and thinking about this and going through this after that, that kind of uh, opened my eyes and said, you know what, that could be a good topic and uh, maybe talk a bit about my experience. And like I said, you never know who, uh, who this could help. And that's, I mean, that's the whole purpose of this podcast is really, uh, you know, my story is my story. It's different. Everybody has a different story, but I mean, the goal is really to kind of uh, talk about it. And I think the more we talk about it, the better it is. And people really don't know what to expect. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what would happen. I didn't know uh, how it would feel. And uh, like I said in, in my first kind of episodes and my first podcast is I was looking out there and having people, uh, you know, reading about men uh, going through it and how they felt and everything. And there wasn't much out there. Obviously, nobody felt good, but there's nobody was talking about uh, how they've like the whole journey of that and how they've gone through it because you see that people eventually go through it. So I thought maybe that would be a good, uh, good idea to share. So that was, uh, that was my story. And, uh, like I was saying before, still doing those walks and still love them. Now I appreciate them more because now they're a bit more positive, <laughs> a bit more about more positive stuff. I enjoy a bit more spending time outside, uh, in the summer because winters is pretty painful here. So the walks uh, are really limited usually. But it's a good way to kind of uh, have, again, still to this day, take some time for myself, uh, kind of look at where I'm in life, what I want to do, and talk to the most important person in your life, yourself. And so that's the, that's what uh, th that's why I'm grateful for that. And uh, that's why I still love doing all this. This also allowed me to, uh, you know, live by myself and with myself and not really needing uh, people. I mean, I want to have people, I want to have friends, and those are very important for me. But uh, at the same time, if you're not comfortable with yourself, you won't be comfortable, happy with other people around you. So uh, that was important for me. I can't say that I wasn't lonely at times, for sure. And still today, it might be some times where that loneliness uh, comes back up a little bit. But I'm grateful for what I have. I see what's around me and the people around me that care about me and people that I care about. And it makes me happy because, again, I'm so much more forward and happier than I was, uh, than I was before. I think that's a win at the end. So I think that would be it for this week. I know I, the past couple of podcasts have been quite long, so I'll give you guys a break this week having a little shorter one but uh you know i talk about my story and and how i guess i went through it so if any of you have any questions please feel free to reach out and if anybody wants to share this story as well feel free you can email me you can uh, go on the facebook page and share it with me and and people on the group 
if ever you're interested in talking about it too, I would definitely uh, be interested of having you on the podcast, on the show, and maybe interview and have a chat and see how you guys uh, went through uh, your divorce and maybe tricks or tricks. I don't know if there's any tricks, but <laughs> uh, talk about your story and, and, and again, the path you took, which is probably completely different from mine. Uh, so I'll be interested to hear about different people and how they, they've gone through and, and talk about their stories. So, so that would be interesting. If anybody's interested of doing that, please uh, reach out to me as well. So that's it for this week. Thank you again, everyone, for listening to my podcast, listening to me. And hopefully that's helpful and uh, hopefully you enjoy it as well. As always, if you want to reach me, you can reach me by email at thedivorcedaddiaries at gmail.com. And you can also now just go on my uh, website, uh, www.thedivorcedaddiaries.com. And on there, you can pretty much find everything, all the links to the podcast, uh, latest information and news. If you want to contact me, uh, everything is on there. That's probably the easiest way to reach out. And please feel free to reach out. Don't be shy. I love having uh, getting emails and getting, uh, uh, getting things from you all. So please don't hesitate. So that's it then for this week. And uh, I hope you have a great uh, time and enjoy a bit of the summer. And I really hope to talk to you again uh, very soon. Have a great week and take care and stay safe. Bye-bye.